What's up, Internet, and welcome to Can't Be Killed Confessions. My name is Terry Smith, and I have a confession to make. I think Power Rangers is one of the greatest IP of all time. So let's talk about Power Rangers for a moment. If you don't know what Power Rangers is, just picture somebody wearing spandex with a motorcycle helmet being punched and exploding in sparks by a giant man in a rubber costume and then becomes even more giant as he then fights another man in a rubber costume that is now shaped like a mech. And that is Power Rangers in a nutshell. (laughs) But if you were to dive deeper into it, Power Rangers has been on for 27 years, going on its 28th season. Uh, It came out the same year I was born, and it is an amazing show. It was a children's television series where five teenagers with attitude are gifted morphers to transform them into Power Rangers to fight evil space aliens who then can transform into giant evil space aliens, and they call upon their zords, these robots, that then can combine into one even more giant robot so they can defeat them. They are led by their their leader, Zordon, who is a giant alien head in a floating tube, Um, and he is actually displaced from time and space, and the tube is the only thing that keeps him going, and he is assisted by his robot companion, Alpha 5. We don't get to see the first four Alphas in the television series, but just know that you don't need to because Alpha 5 is a perfect creation and he assists the Rangers in all of their needs and they work out of the command center and even though they are all color-coded at all times, no one knows their true identity. They have to keep it a secret and they also have this rule of escalation so they cannot fight with the Zords immediately. Like, of course, bad guy shows up let's just crush him with our giant robot but they have a rule that they don't escalate the fight so first they fight uh putties which are clay monsters with their awesome martial arts combat they don't really show why all these kids are talented in martial arts because that was not one of the criteria to become a power ranger they just needed attitude so but luckily for zordon and for earth um all the kids in angel grove also know martial arts and acrobatics so (laughs) three of the kids know no martial arts and two of the kids know full-on like gymnastics at an olympic level and with those skills they are then able to fight off these putties which are these clay monsters which are really just dudes in gray spandex instead of colorful spandex they fight them for a little while and then the bigger bad shows up and then it's morphin time so then they they transform and put on their suits of armor with lots of electricity and sparkly and the awesomest call outs ever you know stegosaurus and now they are power rangers um and when that doesn't work they combine their weapons that they all have themed also same color of course and they blow up the monster and then it gets transformed into a larger monster and that's when they're allowed to call their swords and that is power rangers in a nutshell and (laughs) 
I love it, obviously, as you can hear it in my voice, even though it is campy and silly. I've watched the majority of the series, and now I have an excuse to watch it with my children. (laughs) I've been watching it since I was born, and now I get to watch it with my kids, and that is an amazing feeling. But that's not why I think it's the greatest IP. Let's just break it down in pure statistics. This show has been on (laughs) the air for going on 28 years. That's just ridiculous. Not a lot of children's show can say that. Sesame Street, obviously, is an exception to that because it will never go off the air because Big Bird is never not entertaining. Um, and even controversies with Elmo, people, you know, kids still love it. And the same can be said for Power Rangers. Power Rangers has added its ups and downs with ratings, networks. The IP has been owned by several different companies, which I'll get into in a minute. And it still holds up. You still show a Power Ranger to any child around the world, and they're like, yeah, that's a fucking Power Ranger. They just know. Every single parent, if you have a child, you're like, yeah, I know Power Rangers. I'm aware. doesn't matter how old you are. It's ubiquitous. It's on the level of Superman, honestly. Superman, Mickey Mouse, Mario, Power Rangers. People just know. You hear that theme song just goes off, and there's a couple of contributing factors. And one is if you're a weeaboo, if you're any sort of anime nut, if you just like any sort of Japanese culture, if you happen to like Tokusatsu, which is the the special martial arts and like magical effects you know just sfx all over the place it's that genre of television show in japan you know of super sentai which is what all of the footage the archival footage that is used to make power rangers all of the fight scenes when they're in the costumes originally came from an actual other show called super sentai and it was bought by Saban, and they spliced it together with Teenagers with Attitude and made this weird hodgepodge show, Power Rangers. But Super Sentai itself was a whole other show that existed for, I don't know, almost 20 years before that. I think it started airing in the 70s. And it was, again, similarly, usually a little bit older. They were still younger people, but... Uh, they, you know, themed show, they would get powers, they would transform into these heroes with spandex, and so on and so forth. Eventually, they start calling giant robots after Spider-Man um, had a giant robot show, which I don't need to get into in, in this rant. Um, but it had been going for a long time, so it's recognized in a lot of other countries, especially Japan, because of Super Sentai that had been going for a long time before Power Rangers, and still going after Power Rangers. So you have that recognition already from an entirely different national demographic. Just a completely different international audience knows of Super Sentai and all the other spinoffs and related tokusatsu shows like B-Fighter, Metal Fighter, um, Kamen Rider, all these other shows. And then it comes to America as Power Rangers and it blows up here. It's one of the biggest shows. Like one of the big anecdotes is after that show came out, you have all the parents like up in, in uproars over the martial arts and the fighting and a lot of the 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 flashing lights and all this crazy stuff the parents would fight against at the time but you also had the fervor of all the american children watching it on saturday mornings to the point where when they hosted uh, a meet and greet live event in california the cars were backed up all the way across the (laughs) the highway and people couldn't even get into the city because of this event so it was popular and it was controversial and it was just blowing up now In two different ways, two different segments. So if you didn't have Super Sentai, you had Power Rangers. And between those two almost ubiquitous shows, 
everybody knows of these heroes in spandex that's a powerful ip that's something you can merchandise and merchandise they did and that basically made saban that basically made fox kids that made a lot of different companies and that went on for quite a bit of time that original lineup of kids went on for several seasons up until power rangers turbo is what it was called and i can't remember what season that exactly was but eventually the excitement started to waver the show turbo was adapted from a different super sentai show that was kind of a send-up it was kind of a parody it was a little bit sillier the power rangers no longer had dinosaur robots to transform with it was all based on cars and it was a little bit hard and also the audience that grew up with it like me born in 1993 all the way through to Power Rangers Turbo, it started to get a little bit sillier and we were starting to get a little bit older and you had things like Dragon Ball Z to, to put you in the zeitgeist of the time, right? So people weren't as interested now in a send-up. It just was not the right time for that kind of audience. So you had this weird hodgepodge now as it always had been with archival footage from the Japanese show. But now also it was kind of silly and it just didn't mesh very well. And this was hot off the presses of the second Power Rangers movie, which was cool, but it also didn't do as well as the original. So it just kind of culminated in a weak season and they were looking to cancel it. Saban was actually looking at selling the IP and it was, they were going to call it quits. And they came out with the next series, Power Rangers in Space. And again, if you know this at all, you know that it was the one that saved the franchise. They brought in almost all new kids during Turbo and now they, they segued into Power Rangers in Space. And it blew up again. The toys are selling like massive hotcakes. There, there's talks of possibly another movie, which didn't happen, but there were talks. And it also blew up all of the continuity that existed before. It, it still exists in the background. That all still happened, but it doesn't really matter anymore. They even killed the guy in the big tube. Uh, they killed the giant head Zordon. So now it's like, let's forget it. And they adopted what Super Sentai did, which was now we're going to have an entire different group of kids, entire different group of powers based on an entirely different Super Sentai season each time we reboot. So every single season was a different group of kids and a different show almost completely, except for it held the name Power Rangers, had a badass opening theme, and we can sell a million toys. That was the through line for Power Rangers. And they just kept it going. They did not give up. They fought through the rating slump and kept it going. And then when it started to reach another peak with lots of CG effects coming in, because it started to get later on seasons in Super Sentai, so even the shows from Japan, which were Power Rangers, what, the original was based off Z-Ranger, and that was from, like I said, like the, like the 70s, so the effects weren't great, but now they're catching up, so you have really cool, big CGI effects going on, and the popularity is getting huge again. They sell it to who? To Disney. And Disney, of all people, now we know them as gobbling up all IP, but they were doing it back then, too. Um, and Disney was like, we can make so much money off Power Rangers, so let's cut the budget. Let's move it to New Zealand, where we can shoot cheaper, and the 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 settings look grander. It's not just like the California desert anymore. Um this was all their big idea, and popularity started to wane. It wasn't as big. People didn't love that. The audience that had grown up with it was now getting to a point where they weren't watching a live-action cartoon anymore. That wasn't what they were about, and they were like, hey, let's get rid of this again. So they sold it again, and who did they sell it to? Back to Saban, and through all this time, the IP dipped, and it waned, and the toys weren't as great and there was no more talks of movies and they weren't going to blow up but 
people still knew about it. It was still ubiquitous to the point where it was not worthless. Normally, you'd get a show that had been on for so long, and now the audience doesn't care, and they've grown out of it. It wouldn't matter anymore. You can't sell that merchandise. It's no longer popular. It's no longer worth the price of admission. It's not worth holding on to. That's why Saban sold it in the first place, and that's why Disney was looking at selling it. But... The genius of it was because they rebooted it every season and it was essentially an anthology show with kids in spandex fighting giant monsters, you could reboot it and have an entirely new audience that would be captivated by it and you wouldn't need to see the previous 10 seasons. So every time it rebooted, new kids turned four and five every single day and they fucking love Power Rangers. It's You know, my kids are four and three and they can't get enough of it. And, and, and it hasn't changed really. They just keep making it so they keep having that rebooted cycle. So now they're not trying to hold on to, to an audience. They're just getting a new one every single year, a new crop of Power Rangers. Rangers fans and even though they're not having the fervor of selling everything possible they're still selling lots of toys and because it's such a young audience they don't need to age up the toys so they don't need to get more sophisticated you know it's it's plastic it's a mold they can you know they have four points of articulation that's enough they're gonna make money off of it and it just keeps going and then it starts to reach another peak with Saban purchasing it back and they go well let's capitalize on this let's go to legendary and let's make another movie and it blows up again, and not for the greatest reasons. It wasn't a critical darling. It was okay, critically, and the fans were torn on it, but it still made money. It did not bomb at the box office by any means. It didn't get its six sequels that was planned, but people still knew about it. It, it in no way was, oh my god, a Power Rangers movie? It was like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Superheroes are popular. No one was like, what is Power Rangers? That was never a question I was asked. No one was confused. Uh, it was covered everywhere because everyone remembered Power Rangers. Even if you weren't a fan or you weren't aware that it had still been on TV for 20 years and it never stopped making seasons somehow magically, you were still like, oh, yeah, a Power Rangers movie. That makes sense. That's an IP I know, especially with reboot culture. Yeah, grab something from the late 80s, early 90s and make it popular again. Everyone was doing that. Power Rangers was perfect for it. So even though it never hit that critical mass like it did in the 90s, it never went away, and that was the theme that kept it going. So Saban bought it back, they made another movie, they're now airing on Nickelodeon of all places, which is such a strange change for me, like <laughs> trying to put it on for my kids, and it's on Nickelodeon of all places. And then Saban goes... I'm out again, and he's out again because Hasbro wants it. If you don't know Hasbro, Hasbro makes toys, right? They make board games. They also own the Transformers IP, and they are responsible for Michael Bay and all of his glory across the 15 Transformers movie, Megan Fox and Bumblebee and Shia LaBeouf um, and G.I. Joe and a million other things, <laughs> and they go, yeah, we can we can do stuff with this, and do stuff with it they had. So Saban began on capitalizing on some of the nostalgia with some pretty cool toy lines, bringing back some of the legacy characters. Jason David Frank as the Green Ranger has been a toy in a million different sizes and shapes, and in every season, basically. But Hasbro took it one step further and started making toys that were licensed with the likenesses of all of the Rangers throughout history. So it's not just Jason David Frank. You know, you also have uh, Austin St. John and, and a million other um, people that I can't name all of them, obviously. But, you know, David Yost, like they're they're getting all of these people that played 
um, the original characters and molding them and making them into a toy so that's not just, hey, like, if you like the Red Ranger, it's the Red Ranger. It's, hey, do you remember this specific Red Ranger from 1995? Yeah, we have a toy of him. And they're only charging $20. This is the Lightning Collection, if you don't know. And that starts to blow up. And toy collectors and Power Ranger fans alike are buying them. And then you have people who are just buying toys for the kids buy it. But then you also have all the collectors because they have a million points of articulation. Almost as good as the super expensive $100 figures coming from SH Figure Arts. And on top of the Lightning Collection, they then say they're going to reboot the movie again and put out another series, which you know they can do because they did it with Transformers. And even though critically those movies are terrible, no one likes them, they still sell all of the money and everybody still somehow goes and sees them. So why not do that with another series? So Power Rangers is one of the best IP of all time if you just look at it pure objective stats. Let's look at longevity going on 30 years let's look at money made it never stopped making money toys merchandise clothing it just never ends and if you want to get a little less technical you look at the spin-offs you look at all of those different series you look at toys and video games but if you look at the original thing that it was based on super sentai has also never ended and has a million different spin-off shows and similar tokusatsu that are all in a shared universe in Japan. So I mentioned Common Rider called Mast Rider here in America. That's in the same universe and still airs on similar networks. And it crosses over with Metal Fighter, which is a similar series, but more cop-oriented. And it just keeps going like that. And those never stopped either. So you have tons of seasons of all of those shows that share a cinematic superhero universe, which we all know is super popular. And so it's never... It's never really gone away completely. Even when it's waned, you have all of these nerds from a million different countries, you know, and cultures who are like, yeah, people in spandex fighting aliens with sparks flying everywhere is cool. And I want more of it. And you can get it because there is a never ending backlog. And that's why I think it's one of the greatest IP of all time. And that's my rant. Thank you so much for your time. I'm sorry if you listen to all 18 minutes of this and you're just over it. But I love Power Rangers, if you can tell. And I love talking about it and if you want to hear me talk about more things like this you can check out my nostalgia podcast right in the feels where i talk about all things like this like power rangers over there with my guest um and my my co-host chelsea um if you like anything else from me if you want to hear me rant some more you can head over to can'tbekilledcreations.com you can head over to our patreon patreon.com slash can'tbekilledcreations and you know drop a buck or two keeps the lights on keeps me ranting about power rangers a few days longer i definitely appreciate it um if you want to follow us on any of the social media, I'm at Resident Stevel, and Can't Be Killed Creations is at Can't Be Killed Creations or Can't Be Killed Pod on basically everything. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Can't Be Killed Confessions, and I'm out.